We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy, recorded at Equipus Church in Eden. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com. Awesome. Hey, uh, tonight I, I just want to encourage you. I want to share a, a, just a simple, short message, but I think it's going to encourage you. I, I believe it's going to encourage you. I'm, I'm praying it's going to encourage you. Um, I don't know, how, how many of you uh, had, a, had, a, had a fort when you were growing up? Who had a fort when you were growing up? Who, who, had, a, who had a dad that you actually got out planks and nails and you went and built a fort? Yeah, awesome. Um, I, I didn't, I, like, who's, who's was, like, who had, to, who had a ladder to their fort? Yeah, what, like, a, who had a pole coming down there from their fort? Man, where is your fort? I want to come to your house. I want to play at your house. I mean, it sounds like you had a great dad or a, or a great mum who could build forts. And, uh, well, good save, good save. <laughs> I had the three amazing ladies down the front just right there. Uh, um, but I, um, I didn't have a fort. I didn't have a fort. I had a hedge. I had a hedge. Anyone have a hedge? All right, we've got some hedges out there. That's good. Our hedge was awesome. We had, we had secret tunnels. And we, we, it was amazing, this hedge, because you could get into the middle of it and, and we'd just cut it out. And uh, funny, like six months later, some of it stopped growing. But anyway, um, so this hedge, we were in this hedge. And then one day me and my sister, we thought, wouldn't it be cool if we had like an internal heating system? And, uh, and, so, and so we're inside this very dry hedge in the middle of summer. And, and we thought, well, wouldn't it be like, let's light a fire. Who knows that that's an interesting idea. Um, I would like to say I was, I, I was six and my sister was eight. Or maybe that's grounds for like bad parenting. I'm not sure. Uh, they, our parents didn't give us the matches. Somehow we got the matches. And um, so we started getting these little twigs together. And, uh, and, we, and, and, and my sister, not me, my sister... She's, she lit this little fire and it was very smoky because we, it was all the leaves and all the gra- and, and, so, and then then funny thing is is that the smoke went up through the hedge and uh, and and my parents were sitting my mum my stepdad were sitting uh, in the kitchen looking out of the hedge and the hedge was smoking. Uh, next thing we know. Uh, hear this noise coming as my stepdad going, uh, Will, Paula, what are you doing? Get out of there. And hose goes and we get a little bit weird and it was a, it was a great time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But um, well, the reason I tell that little story is because uh, I reckon um, trees are awesome. I don't know about you, but trees are awesome. I just wanted to tell that story because I like trees. Who likes trees? I mean, it's awesome right now, and the leaves are golden, and, and all the visitors are going, who is this happy new life person? <laughs> no, I'm not, not really, but tree, there's, there's some amazing trees. I, I live at a, you know, on the top of the peninsula, and um, right now there's some very tall trees that block out some of our view, and I'd really like to help the neighbor cut them down. But uh, I just I think trees are awesome. And, and here's the thing is, 
the message tonight, the title of the message is This Is Your Tree. You're like, oh, okay, finally there's a link here. <laughs> We're not just talking about trees for the fun of it. I, I really believe that every person has a tree. Um, in fact, uh, we've, we've, we've had uh, people pass away in our life and people have bought us a tree. It's like, plant this tree in memory of somebody. And uh, so you plant it and every lemon tree has died in our household. So please do not ever give us any more lemon trees. Uh, for some reason, they just don't grow. But, um, but what I'm saying is, uh, like, everyone has a tree. And in a minute, you're going to figure out what I'm talking about. Because I believe it's really important. Like, you, you might not have heard it, but the five people up here tonight, they talked about their tree. They, they talked about the very thing that they climbed up. There's a story in the Bible in, uh, in, in Luke chapter 19 about a small person. Most people have heard about this story. Most people have heard about this little person called Zacchaeus. Are there any small people in church tonight? Short people. Yeah, come on. Shout out for all the short people tonight. <laughs> Where's Esther when you need her? All right. Is she out in kids' church? That's all right. We get on well, Esther and I. Uh, but uh, like small people get paid out because they, they're short. It's hard to see above things. But here's the thing is we're all short when it comes to the call of God on our life. When it comes to being called out by God, we're all short. And this story illustrates it in, in, Jesus, in Jesus, in Luke, in Luke chapter 19. I'm just excited that we had baptisms tonight. Uh, but I want to read the story. It says this, Jesus entered Jericho, made his way through the town. There was a man there named Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector in the region, and he had become very rich. He tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree beside the road, for Jesus was going to pass that way. When Jesus came by, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Zacchaeus, he said, quick, come down. I must be a guest in your home tonight. Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and, and took Jesus to his house in great excitement and joy. But the people were displeased. He has gone to be the guest of a notorious sinner, they grumbled. Um, meanwhile, Zacchaeus stopped, sorry, stood before the Lord and said, I will give you half my wealth to the poor Lord, and if I have cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. Jesus' response was this. Salvation has come to this home today, for this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save those that were lost. See, the title of this message is that you have a tree. Everyone has a, has a tree. We get to choose whether we want to climb up the tree. Because yeah, here's the thing is, Jesus knows everything about you. He knows everything about me. He knows everything about our life. That tree was not just a coincidence. Do you know the tree in, in Zacchaeus' life was not a coincidence. It wasn't just like, oh, hey, here's a tree. He needs, he's a short person. He needs a tree. No, the tree was there because he knew that he was going to be here at this time and Zacchaeus needed and wanted to climb above the crowd to see everything else. See, here, what I mean is tonight, tonight could be your tree. Tonight could be a tree that's giving you an opportunity to climb above the crowd to find Jesus for yourself. 
Tonight could be an opportunity that, I mean, tonight we heard about how Aria, she's here. She was about here. All right. And like what she said, she's like, I'm here to tell you that I love Jesus, not because of the family that I've brought up, been brought up in, but because of the tree of, that I've climbed myself. She might not have said it exactly like that. But she, she chose to climb a tree. She chose to get, a, she chose to get above her life, her situation, and she climbed a tree. The great thing about the tree is that it puts you above the crowd. See, a lot of people will never choose to climb a tree or get into a space where they can get the attention of Jesus because of the crowd. See, in this story, it, it defines Zacchaeus of what he was defined as a chief tax collector in all the region. Who's, who, who knows what a reputation is? Yeah. Who, 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 who would like to have a good reputation? Who's, who's got some of those skeletons in the closet that, man, I just never, ever want to see that person again? <laughs> but we've all got a reputation. Some, some of us have got a good reputation when it comes to driving. Some of us got a bad reputation when it comes to driving. Everyone's got a reputation. Zacchaeus had a reputation. Everyone. He was the chief tax collector. He ripped people off. You know, you've got a reputation in your life. You've got a reputation in your world. I wonder whether your reputation is going to hold you back from climbing your tree tonight. I wonder what people are going to think of you if you chose to go, you know what, I want to, I want to get a glimpse of Jesus. I want to get a, I want to I see, what, what, is, what are these people doing? What are, they, what are they doing singing like this with a free heart and a free spirit? What are these people doing getting dunked in water? What is that all about? That's just weird. When they wash at home. <laughs> Look at the color of that water now. It actually, it was bad before we put them in there as well. <laughs> What's it? Anyway. <laughs> Don't look at the intern and go, why was it brown? Anyway. <laughs> but we have, all have a reputation. But the thing about it is we, we choose whether we're going to climb the tree. We, we choose uh, whether, man, I wonder what people are going to think of me if I climb this tree and find, maybe get a look at Jesus, maybe get a glimpse at, at who he is. I mean, I don't really... I'm in church tonight. Maybe I'm climbing a tree. Maybe I'm getting a glimpse at Jesus. I want to tell you, it doesn't matter what your reputation is. I could tell you my reputation. Uh, man, before I was saved, I'll leave it to your imagination. Don't go too far. All right. I was lost. I came from a non-Christian home. I didn't know what was this, what was that. I didn't know the blessings of God. I didn't know the parameters of life that would, would ultimately bring blessing into my life. I didn't know that, and I just did whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, much like Cain in the Bible. Because that's really what we're, we're, we, we have to, we really can align with Cain and Abel. Cain did whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted. Abel lived into the parameters and lived in the blessing of God. Unfortunately, Cain killed him. 
But I, I want to say tonight, don't let our reputation, don't let reputation stop you from climbing your tree. There's going to be the crowd, many things, many people in the crowd are going to, going to boo you sometimes. Many people are going to give you a hard time at high school. Even Christianity now, right now, is this, it's amazing how, how this GLBT stuff is just getting so much voice and so much hate. I'm amazed at it right now. It's like it's a, it's a small percentage of the community that are struggling in that area. It doesn't mean we, we hate you and we love you. And it just means that there's a different area in your life that there might be some, some parameters that are, that are not right. But we're, we're here not, man, in this, and, and in this Israel Falau stuff, I'm like, he, 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 might, he might have put it out there directly, but that's what he chose to believe. And I'm like, man, he's getting hammered right now. But I'm like, well, what about the Church of Jesus Christ? People are going to have their opinion. And we've got to know that their people's opinions are fine. It doesn't mean we hate. We still love through our opinion. My opinion is that the Highlanders are the best rugby team in New Zealand. Now, am I going to get into a fight with Pastor Sam because he thinks the Blues are? He's disillusioned. And we all know. Anyway. But it doesn't mean we hate each other. And we just have a different mindset. And I mean, it's amazing. But our, our reputation as the church is that, we, that Jesus loves and we love as well. And whatever area you're struggling in, we want to use the Bible to align. And, and anyway, moving on. But the crowd is the crowd. The crowd's going to roar at you or the crowd's going to lift you up. See, tonight there's a whole lot of people here who are going to lift you up because of your declaration for Jesus when you got baptized. Maybe you haven't been baptized tonight. I want to say, come on, get baptized. It's something that Jesus asks of us to do. And then stand above the crowd just like Zacchaeus did. This is your tree. This is your tree. Everyone likes playing in their treehouse. Let's, let's stand and let's climb our tree tonight. So it says this, that he ran ahead of the crowd. Well, I reckon one of the greatest things in life is that we've got to learn how to run, especially me. Run. Come on, I, like, I, like, I tried running. This is, uh, this is not supposed to be a joke, all right? But it is humorous. I had to park a little bit away from the Pizza Hut store. And so I had to run to the Pizza Hut store because it was raining, it was just hard work. <laughs> running to the anyway, running to the Pizza Hut store. Anyway, uh, but I reckon sometimes we just got to learn how to run. Not not running physically, but running in the direction of what our heart is pulling us in, and what aligns with the Word of God. Because God's got a promise. God's got a plan for you. This is your tree. I believe totally that that sycamore tree was there for a purpose. It was there just for Zacchaeus. It was there just for him to climb at that time, at that purpose. Because the greatest thing about that tree is that it got Zacchaeus above the crowd and then Jesus comes along and the crowd's there. But the amazing thing about this story is that Zacchaeus, Jesus looks up. He looks up at this small, short person in the tree. And he says, Zacchaeus. Jesus knew his name. Not one of the disciples didn't come up to him and said, oh, by the way, that's the chief tax collector up there sitting in the tree. His name's Zacchaeus. You should call him out. Tell him to lower the taxes. 
No, Jesus was going along in the crowd and he said, Zacchaeus, come down for I must be a guest in your home tonight. See, every one of us has got a tree. Every one of us has got an opportunity to climb above the crowd. Everyone's got an opportunity to climb above our reputation. Everyone's got an opportunity to, to, to get into the, into, into the presence of God. See, tonight, this could be your tree. Maybe you've come along to youth for the first time because you wanted to support one of your friends. Maybe you've come for, as a family to support one of your friends. And you've never had an opportunity to be in, in church like this. We're just a contemporary church. We still believe in the Bible. We still believe in everything that Jesus paid the price for. We just don't express ourselves in some of the way that the traditional churches do. We, we like having fun. We like praising God loudly. But this is your tree. This is your tree. This, this, this could be your tree tonight. You're a young person, climb above the crowd. Climb above into your tree. Any person, climb your tree tonight. And let, because let, the, here's the thing about it is, just like I said before, Jesus knows you by name. He knows every single one of you by name. Like when Sam was talking about his testimony, saying, you know, early on in the pregnancy, the doctors said, hey, it's not going well. You should, you should terminate these twins. Jesus knew him by name. The Bible even says in Psalm 139, I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. Isn't that amazing? That's just like saying I put that tree there before you were formed. He's got a tree for you. I wonder tonight whether you'll climb it. I wonder tonight whether you'll get a peek at Jesus. I wonder if there's something in your spirit and in the inside of you that says I want to run I want to run ahead of the crowd right now. I want to run ahead of my reputation. I want to run ahead of the people that might say this, this, and that about me. But I want to get a glimpse of Jesus. I want to get a glimpse of him tonight. I, I believe that Jesus has your name. I believe he has your name. Uh, you read on in, 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 the, in chapter 19, and it says this. Um, Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, I, I will give half my wealth to the poor, Lord, and if I have cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. Jesus responded, Salvation has come to this home today, for this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save those that were lost. Um, Andrew, if you can play, that would be cool. Wherever he is, keyboardist, there he is. Um, every single one of us were lost. Every single one of us one day didn't know how to climb trees. <laughs> we come to church to learn how to climb trees. Oh, oh, <laughs> somewhere in the Bible. <laughs> but Jesus teaches us to climb. He gives us the footholds. He gives us the place to put the hand. He puts the branch just at the right height to climb this tree. And even for a small person, it's hard to climb a tree because the reach is further. And I don't know about you, but are there any expert tree climbers out there? There's a few. Nice. Good work, mate. All right. Come up to our place. We've got some good trees. 
We've also got some cool hedges too. <laughs> you, can't, you can't light a fire in them though, right? <laughs> you know, this, this wasn't actually the message that I was preparing for tonight, but I really felt in my heart that I needed to share the love of Jesus Christ. I share a few illustrations. Maybe create a, a, a catch or a tagline which says, this is your tree. But it's really up to us. The one thing I know about Jesus is that He's never forceful. He's always receiving. He's always loving. He's always merciful. He's always kind. He has... He has the best for us. But it's our choice on whether we choose to climb our tree. It's our choice whether we choose to get above the crowd. It's our choice whether we choose to move out from our reputation. And it's our choice on whether we let anyone try and destroy or tear us down from the tree that Jesus has put in our life. See, I I like the fact that I think it was uh, Claudia how she talked about how she met Anna or Nicole <laughs> one or the other oh, that was quite humorous uh, but you know really in that instant that was just she met a tree she met it she met something that Jesus had put in their life to go hey here's an opportunity to get above the crowd here's an opportunity to get above Reputation. Here's an opportunity to. I wonder tonight whether this is your opportunity. And I pray that that you just know God's love. You know God's grace and your and God's forgiveness. There's another scripture in in the book of Ephesians, which is a few more over in the New Testament. I'm gonna. Read it. But in, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 onwards, it says this But God is so rich in his mercy, and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved, for he has raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. That scripture is a verbal picture of that pool. That's why we get baptized. Because the pool, the water, is about dying to our old life, going under the water, coming up out of the water, rising to our new life in Christ. That's what it symbolizes. And that's what people have done tonight. We've seen five people dying to their old life and being raised with Christ again, dying to their sin and rising, dying to their old reputation. Here's the thing is, there's going to be stuff we miss miss the mark in. There's going to be stuff we're going to continue sinning. But it's saying, you know what, I'm still victorious in Jesus when I've risen and I'm seated with Him at the right hand of the Father. Tonight, I want to know, I want to tell you, climb your tree. Take an opportunity. Climb your tree. Climb your tree. Climb the opportunity that Jesus has got here for you tonight. 
He loves you so much. Now, I was, my tree came along when I was 14. It was called a camp in our, called our rancho in Waikanae in the North Island. I don't know if anyone knows it, but I used to go to this camp uh, um, every, every holidays. And it was just amazing. And we'd just play sport and we'd play with air rifle guns and archery. It was awesome. And uh, maybe I shot someone, but hey, we won't. Well, I was young, all right. It was only an air rifle, and anyway, um, move on. But I, that was my tree. I'd go and. And every time that they, someone be telling a story and there was the old OAC open air campaigners and this person would have a, have a big paint board here and he'd have little squares and, and then he'd make some marks and the background would be the word. Anyone know what I'm talking about? Like three people. Awesome. <laughs> it was great. You had to be there, obviously. But, um, but I'd, I'd hear all these stories about who God is and who Jesus was and all this. And then I, it was basically like the last camp that I was eligible to go to as a 14-year-old. God just got hold of me. And like the people up here tonight, they said there was an encounter. There was something that happened for, I, 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 I guess I climbed this tree. And I got, a, I got a sight of Jesus and I gave my heart to God that night. And I was the only Christian in my family. And I went home and I, I told my mum and my stepdad, and they're like, oh, that's nice. Good on you. And they were, they were like, oh, well, we'll see where they, they weren't negative, but they definitely weren't supportive. And so I'd get up by myself on a Sunday and I would walk up the road and I'd go to church by myself. And I'd meet some people there and it was good and there was no youth group, there was nothing really, and I didn't get connected in. And then after three months, I guess the great way to say it is I fell out of my tree. I fell out of the place that I was looking at Jesus, and I backslid. And uh, it wasn't until a couple of years later that I just saw trees keep standing in front of me. God was just putting things in front of me for me to climb them again. And Another opportunity happened and I climbed that tree and I recommitted my heart to Jesus. And I've been sitting in the tree. Or maybe I've got down and I've gone and had dinner with Jesus. <laughs> but uh, I say that tonight because I don't want you to miss out on your tree. I don't want you to miss out on an opportunity to know the love and the grace of Jesus Christ. And in my life and in my world, I don't know what would happen. If I didn't climb the tree, the first Christian in my family, and now I can say, you know, I'm saved. I'm saved by grace. I'm saved by Jesus. My mum is saved by grace, saved by Jesus. My auntie, my uncle, my niece, my nephew. Why? Because, because someone climbed a tree. And it's not about having to live in these parameters. It's about knowing this, this tree called love, this tree called Jesus. And you're going to have an opportunity to live your life the way that you want to live your life. And, and I pray that you live your life the best way because in the Bible it says that Jesus came to give you life and life in its fullness. But the devil is also there to come and destroy your life. I don't know about you, but I'm one of those competitive kind of people that want to live life to its full. 
And I pray you want to live life to its full as well. But I wonder if you're going to climb your tree. I wonder if you're going to get a glimpse of Jesus because just like Zacchaeus, He knows your name. And He wants to be in your home, in your house, in your heart tonight. And it is His purpose. It says, The Son of God came in to seek and to save the lost. Father, I thank You right now for Your love and Your grace. Lord, we've all fallen short, Your Word says. We've all got sin in our life. But the love of Jesus Christ, when You came and when You died on the cross and then You rose again, and You're alive now and Your Holy Spirit is here living, moving in our hearts, I pray, Lord, for every single person in this room, whether they know You well or, Lord, whether just getting a glimpse of You tonight, Maybe tonight this is an opportunity to climb a tree and know you by name, Lord. Hallelujah. I wonder, I know we've been sitting for a while. Won't we, if you don't mind, let's stand all stand to our feet and stretch your legs. Sometimes when it gets to this part of the service, especially for me on a 5 p.m., if they start praying, I normally fall asleep. So I was like, oh, let's get everyone to stand up. Thank you for listening to this message recorded at Equipus Church Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com.